Hey, this is Will Dealey from the band Heavy Things, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 59 of Spinning Thoughts. We're 10 away from 69, if that means anything to you. Um, And I'm just so excited to have everybody here with me again. Thank you to all the listeners, fans, and friends of Spinning Thoughts for being with me here today. I love you so much. I really enjoy interacting with you on the socials and getting your feedback on all these episodes. Every band we have on here is inspired by you, the fan. Or it's, it's a band that I really, really love myself. So we're doing this together. And uh, welcome. Episode 59, Spinning Thoughts. Fucking awesome. So uh, there's so much to cover here for this episode uh, with my guest. And I'm super, super elated for this one as I am for everyone. Because a band doesn't make Spinning Thoughts unless I like them. So everybody, please, I hope you enjoy it. I know you will. Everybody, please help me in welcoming. We've got Will from Heavy Things with us here for episode 59. Will, what up, dude? Hey, man. How you feeling, brother? Oh, hell yeah, man. I feel like I should be thanking you or paying you or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man, totally. No, uh, no, dude, cool. Uh, I'm doing well, man. Um, I'm just getting back into the groove of the... Of the home life here. Yeah, the normal life, you know. You you just got off the yeah. road and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh it's kind of one of those things where like where the position that I'm in is like I'm not necessarily touring full time. Like this like this isn't like my like I aspire it to be my career at this point. Right. So I like almost live like a not it's like kind of like a double life. Like I have like <laughs> like my my home life where you know i work yeah i work two jobs to kind of fund the dream and then you know so it's just you know it's kind of you have to you have to be able to click in and click out of like reality sometimes it's pretty crazy it that's a that's a really cool like kind of perspective to bring up um and and we could talk about that a little bit the second segment's going to dive a little bit more into uh this acoustic tour that you just got off of so we're going to talk about that more in a second but that is an interesting perspective and I don't know if a lot of listeners understand this, but there's so much that goes into uh, being in a band and, and like you said, like kind of fueling and funding the music. And, you know, it's not all just the music. You have to bust your ass in all aspects of life, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's it's like music's kind of like the reward. Yeah. yeah the, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. The, like the performing, the, you know, to the to creating, like, I mean, all of it's just sort of, that's like the payoff for me at this point. Yeah. Like, and, and yeah, I enjoy it so much. So a lot of people think that you know living this spinning thoughts um, show kind of life is so glamorous, you know. But fuck, dude, it ain't. You know, it's like uh, it's a lot of work outside of this. You know, I'm not just. Oh necess- yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you coming in, <laughs> coming in here, and you know, doing the interviews and being on the air is like the fun part. It know? is. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it is the best. Um, but no, dude, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But what I want to kind of kick things off on 
is is just something that has really, really been inspiring me and really has been just a highlight. I really mean this. I'm not in the business to bullshit you. Um, it's been a highlight of my year. Uh, so in March of 2017, I believe, the band dropped its debut album, Goner, right? Yeah, yep, March 17th. Yeah, dude. St. Patrick's Day. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, a great day to celebrate. Now, honestly, yeah. Will, uh, what an absolutely incredible album. I really mean it. Um, there's, Thank you, man. You're welcome. There's so much to love about it, and I'm sure there's even more for the band to be proud of. So I always like to know, now that it's out there, I'm sure you've been working on it for a while, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears go into it. Now that it's out there and the fans, family, friends have gotten the chance to digest it, uh, how do you feel right now um, a couple months later? Well, I mean, uh, the responses that we've gotten has been great. So, like, I'm very pleased with the people that have cared enough to, A, listen to it, and then, B, <laughs> you know, comment on it. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's, like, friends or uh, just, like, you know, YouTube comments. Like, even YouTube comments, like, I've, there's a few weird ones, but there's no <laughs> real, like, negative mean ones. So, like. That's an accomplishment. That's any, yeah, you know, it's huge. Like, like there's some weird jokes and stuff, but, like, that's nothing that, like, I would ever be offended at. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, you know what I mean? There's just, there hasn't really been a negative reaction. So, like, so far I'm very pleased with the, with the, um, the feedback that we've gotten for it. So, uh, all's good, man. Yeah, and, and it's not even just fans that are giving this positive uh, reaction and feedback. I mean, I do a lot of research. Even if I know the band very, very well, I always you know act like I don't so that I can learn as much as possible prior to an interview. I mean, there's bands, like very good, you know, notable bands that are commenting on um, Heavy Things and Goner. And uh, yeah, dude, it, it's um, we're going to talk a little bit more in this segment about where this album lines up with me personally because uh, it's actually up there with one of my favorite albums of 2017 and we're going to talk about it here toward the end of this segment but what I want you to do Will is this um, break down the band's dynamic for me now you've been doing this music thing for a while as a solo artist and and I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you dude you know I'm not super familiar with you know, your solo stuff necessarily. And I intend on uh, educating myself and diving into it. Um, yeah, totally. It's super exciting to have like both of those aspects, but um, you recently brought in, you know, a full group of dudes to compliment what you already started with heavy things. Um, uh -huh. Bring me up and maybe some of the listeners up to speed. When did heavy things officially start? And when it did officially start, was it just you? And, and is this like, do you call this like, your thing like a will thing or is this like a full band endeavor now um it's kind of a i mean it's it's been a very like natural progression um it definitely so i started i used to do like session work kind of like where i would just go and do some higher touring or whatever for other artists where i was just playing guitar like um on the road or you know whatever and uh so like when i kind of stopped doing that i did a solo ep without like any expectation or whatever i just recorded some songs yeah and uh you what's know the, what's the name that, of that ep can you drop it for me it's it's called what it's called what keeps you warm it's under my name will Dealey. gotcha and um you know i released that and uh pushed it and it was just acoustic whatever and uh so like when i went back to you know 
write or you know record more music or like write more music i you know wanted to do full band stuff so i, I mean that's what i was doing i was demoing out i recorded like the first half of the first half of the record a year ago like last march like march 2016 wow and uh you know, during that, while I'm playing some shows under my like just my name as a solo artist, I'm bringing in. I'm starting to play like full band music, so I'm like bringing in. I've been bringing. I brought in the guys. You know, the guys that I have that are heavy things now. Yep. And uh, so you know, you know, we're kind of working. We're playing some shows. I, you know, I'm still writing music, and uh, you know, I go in, finish the record, and like I'm, I'm like bouncing. I'm, I mean, so like the album is like, I is is very much like I wrote probably like 95 percent of everything gotcha like and then i like co-wrote with other people outside of the band and then like but i'm also like bouncing these i'm just like playing through them with the band at practice and um while i'm just you know you know working it out and uh so you know finished the record in early september and then i'm just spamming record labels emails with <laughs> with the album <laughs> and uh in Vogue, I had some buddies at In Vogue that kind of leaked it to Nick Moore, the owner. Yeah. And uh, he was interested in it. We got together and met, and he listened to it and liked it and liked the direction of the music and, you know, saw me perform and enjoyed that. And he, it was actually his idea to switch to the project name. He was like, you know, this is this is like a different vibe. And I think it'd, it'd benefit from having like a fresh start if we just named it, if we just used a, a project name and brought, you know, brought the band in. You know so, I mean? Will, hold on. Just so I'm on the same page. When you started writing Goner, was it yeah. intentionally under, was it under Will Dilly or was it under Heavy Things? I mean, I was writing it. I was just writing a record. And I was, I mean, I would, if I were to, if I would have released that, it probably would have just been under my name. Gotcha. Potentially. I mean, I didn't really really get into the you know the the marketing of it or whatever but you know the thing is is like as a as a solo artist it just didn't really make the waves that you know needed to be and um you know it's easier it's easier to you know just do it as a as a project name i don't yeah. know it just i just it just works better especially with a full band sound i didn't want to get passed off as like someone looks at you know this is a will dealy record it's this guy probably, and they just, you know, they hear a name, they envision a guy with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, you're right. That's probably what they think. So, yeah. you know, we just wanted to like come out the gate strong with that, you know, with a, with a, this whole new, whole new thing. So that's what we did. So what I want to know, Will, is what track off of Goner uh, was the most trying or difficult to complete or write um, throughout the process? Hmm. Well, I mean, two come to mind, like, it's so funny, like songwriting. Like I, I, I've never been the person that's able to like sit down and write an write an entire song like just in one like writing session or like one sitting. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's oh, always yeah. like it's always like it always turns into this like weird like relationship like with <laughs> the song. As, as weird as that may sound, it's like no, it sounds like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all. Like typically what happens is like I'll write either like a chorus or like a first verse or just even a guitar riff and then like you know that like a, it'll be easy to come up with something at that specific point for one part and then I can't and I'm out you know yeah. it's done. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't, can't, can't figure it out and yep. then like there'll be days where you know you can come back you try to pick it up again and you're just like nope still not still not there yep. so like um 
one song like did we already play sold already <laughs> no 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 sold's actually coming up here in a couple minutes all right all right so see like tr- most trying is like they because I, I look i look at the track listing and i see <laughs> i see different challenges with every song but uh you know sold was probably like the first song for like like when I started getting into it, I was like, oh, I think I'm onto something here, and like I didn't want to fuck it up. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel uh, you, dude. Like I I think I wrote I think I wrote the first verse and the chorus, and I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. This yeah. Is, this is actually good. Like, and you know, and I'm not trying to say that to be whatever. But no, you don't have to say. It. Be proud. You know, you know? I mean? like, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or whatever. Yeah, no. but, like that for my ability, I was just like, I just, I just never envisioned myself writing a song like that. Honestly, Will, and- just to say something real quick. I mean, I actually tell artists on this show all the time that they need to be more proud of what what they've done. I feel like almost like some parts of society or culture almost make you feel bad for liking what you accomplish or doing or being proud of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. but there's I, nothing I to, wrong you know, you with You try it. to straddle the line because I don't, I don't ever want to be the guy that's like self-deprecating. Yeah. But, you know, trying to look for that attention or whatever. No, but, but it goes back to something that I've been told since I was a kid. Like, basically, if you don't love yourself, who's going to love you, right? And if you don't love totally. your music, yeah, yeah. who the fuck's going to love it too? You got to love it or else it probably oh, yeah. sucks. You know what I mean? If you can't <laughs> like it, why would anybody else? Totally. I mean, I'm t- I totally hear you. But, uh, yeah, that, that was, like, the first song where I just – it was a challenge to, like, you know, maneuver the tone of it and kind of – because it's kind of like a very major key song. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the lyrics are pretty, like, introspective and challenging. You know what I mean? Like, so it was, it was, it was kind of – it was a kind of, like, interesting challenge to walk those two lines. And it was, it, I just, I'm really happy with how it came out. And we're going to listen to Sold here in one, one moment, but I actually want to talk on one thing before we play it. Now, um, on the show, and this is going to kind of wrap up our talk of uh, Goner. This is the debut album from Heavy Things. It came out March 17 of 2017. I've said this many times on the show, but my, my favorite album of 2017, and I got to tell you, dude, like Goner is, is really close to knocking these guys out, but... Uh, my favorite album of 2017. I think you know this band. Uh, it's Here Again by A Will Away. Oh, yeah. Uh, I oh, mean, yeah, they're great, dude. Honest to God, there's just something about that album that is just so incredible to me. Now, you guys played a show with them earlier this year, right? Yep, yeah. And and there's a lot of similarities in your style of music and in the albums, like they're so similar that I really have to like almost put them in a tie as my favorite of 2017. But what can, can you list any like similarities that you see between Heavy Things and A Will Away? Do you notice that similarity at all? Um, or is I, it just me? I, mean, I, don't, I don't really know the guys that well. Yeah, like I, I mean, I've met them and like they're very nice and polite, and like we haven't like you know shot the shit and like dug into like. <laughs> you know, what our influences are, but, yeah. like, it, they, I think they kind of have, like, the same musical upbringing and kind of taste. Yeah. Like, where, you know, like, I kind of, I love 90s pop rock. I love, uh, you know, I just, I grew up on, like, I grew up on, like, 90s pop radio and then, yeah. shit, and then 
found out about the punk scene like when I was in middle school. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think right there with I you. I think it's both. I think that, like in the vein of both of our band's music is like it's kind of that mainstream aesthetic ish, but like with the angst yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? Good so, way like, to put it. So that's a, that's a probably. I mean, I love that record, man. And like it's it is great. And yeah. you know they they really. They really nailed it. Like, totally. It's probably one of my favorite records, too. So, Will, what we're going to do is we're going to play Sold off of the debut album, Goner, from Heavy Things. What do you think? You cool with that? Down with it. All right, everybody. This is Sold from Goner by Heavy Things. Enjoy. Sand between your fingers in my bold up fist. I spent some days out on the closest here and back in the Midwest where it feels like home. Everybody's stressed out by the incoming cold. I keep my hands warm in my sweatshirt pocket, but I can't stay for too long because I've been searching. What I'm finding But I've been sold On the same old dreams Like changing scenery Will change anything No matter the distance I'll always be And I'll change From sudden any peace For the way I was brought up With decent opportunity I wasted my time Scraping knees on the concrete Chasing what I thought I should be And when I was younger I was so naive Taking for granted All the things that I need And tragedy meant nothing to me but I learned before long Cause when I leave home Is when I feel it most But I've been sold On the same old dreams Like changing scenery Will change anything No matter the distance I'll always be And I'll change from with things Fill my eyes with something better than this melancholy shade of blue The dark I feel each afternoon Lessons more each day I'm getting better with age
So you just finished listening to Sold off the debut album Goner from Heavy Things. Now, Will, you just got back from a really killer acoustic tour with River Oaks, which is Shane from just a little teeny band called Silverstein, and <laughs> JT from another small named band called Hawthorne Heights. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, these are some badass dudes to be surrounded by, but the same goes for them with you. Um, I think that just collectively that what an amazing like little tour to be involved with, whether you're in the bands or a fan, how was the tour? Will tell me about it. I mean, the shows were great. And, um, honestly it was, it was, it was awesome. The whole, the whole experience was great. Um, I traveled with JT. He's kind of become a good friend of mine over the last like six or seven months yeah. just because he, he works closely with in Vogue and, He's just uh, overall just a great guy. So um, it was cool traveling with him. The shows were awesome. Like uh, it's you know I'm you know I'm frequently playing like living rooms and you know sh shitty DIY venues. And so <laughs> I embrace it all the same. It's great. Yeah. But like this was definitely like a great a great payoff. Um, the shows were awesome. Like both of their fans like we're all just great they're all great audiences it was it was great it was very 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 rewarding for me and um as a fan of both of those bands growing up that was even you know it's yeah the coolest part about it to me was it's the full circle moment and it, it's like the way that like any fan would want their fandom to kind of come full circle so you know love these bands growing up and like you kind of uh you kind of idolize them and respect them super highly as songwriters and performers and uh as like celebrities in their own regard yeah and then you meet them and they're the most you know they're very kind you know very willing to go out of their way to help you and make sure you're comfortable and so like being a fan for so long and then meeting them and them backing it up with just being solid guys it's just, you know, I couldn't ask for anything more. It was great. It was a great uh, experience for me. Yeah, and it doesn't always go that way, you know, especially being in this platform. I've only been doing Spinning Thoughts for about six or seven months. I mean, not everybody is that, you know, willing to help or be friendly. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I've had some interviews where, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've bit my tongue a little bit. I don't, I don't do this show to be, uh, to ask, like, hard questions or aggressive questions or call anybody out for any shit like really that's not what i'm here for i just want to keep it positive and keep the vibes going but there's been some totally. where i'm just like god damn you motherfucker you know uh, yeah <laughs> i'm I not mean, it's, just, it's the nature of personality i yeah. mean you know like there's people that you 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 know just wish they were something that you thought they might yeah. have been you know yeah I mean? and, and it's tough in this environment because you know, you, you see only the smallest fraction of what that person is in what they're doing with the music. You know what I mean? And you almost feel oh. like you get to know them when you really don't, you know? Um, but yeah. you, you create your own version of them, and, and it's kind of like Santa Claus when you've... Well, I don't want to break the news to anybody, so I won't go there. But um, <laughs> Now, um, what I'm curious about here, Will, is um, you, you obviously you have some roots in the acoustic jams, uh, but since transitioning into... A full band with heavy things was it hard to shift the gears back to acoustic i mean what's it like to go back and forth is it hard uh 
did so many acoustic shows that it's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> and figured. like a, a lot of the, I mean, most of the songwriting is done on an acoustic guitar, like in my bedroom. Right. And it like, kind of starts there, right? Yeah, it starts there, and it, it just makes it. So, like, when I got the offer, or like when I found out that this may have happened, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is right up my alley. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's something that I knew I could go and, you know, deliver on. So, it was, uh, it's not like I wasn't. I don't know, man. I, I'm a, I'm pretty highly confident in my acoustic ability, so yeah. I, I was excited. Honestly, if anything, I was just excited to get back out there and do it no because doubt. I hadn't done it in a few months just playing acoustics. So it was, it was cool to just you know go with a backpack full of merch and a guitar and fly out there and just that's it. You know what I mean? Do you have a preference playing full band or acoustic? Um, I like both. Um, we're like the full band vibe is completely different than the acoustic one where like and I mean it just comes with the setting really like acoustic yeah. is typically more intimate and you know you can talk a little more and then you have the full band stuff where we're all about kind of like riding the vibe and like we don't like to really break it up we just like to you know we want we want to play our songs and we because we, we want everyone to hear as many of them as possible yeah for sure so and like the guys are, the guys in the band are great. So like I definitely have full confidence in the live show full band too. So and it's fun to rock, you know, just kind of rock it a little bit. So it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool to do both. And I, I really like, I would really like to continue doing both. We we had Anthony Ranieri from Bayside on uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, maybe like ten or fifteen actually, and we were talking to him about like when Bayside's on like Warp Tour or something like that. You know, Bayside will be doing their thing. But he's like, you know, there's so much downtime at Warp Tour. You know, you play your set for like 45, 30, 45 minutes, and then you're fucking sitting there. You yeah. don't leave. Like, you just sit there, and yeah, you interact with fans <laughs> and shit. He's like, but I try to make the most of it. And so he'll do, like, acoustic stages, just him, you know? And and yeah. so I think if you could do both, why the fuck not? You know, why not? Oh, um, yeah, man. Embrace it. Now, in your opinion, what song of Heavy Things translates the best from full to acoustic? Hmm. That's actually a really good, really good question. Um, I mean, so uh, I actually re-recorded Badge of Honor full band on the record, and then it was actually on the acoustic EP. So, I mean, that one, I guess, is probably the best one acoustic just because it was an acoustic song, kind of turned full band. Yeah. But, um, oh, man. Oh, that's a... <laughs> That's an interesting question. Every uh, once in a while, Will, I come up with a good one. Not every time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, there's a... I think the only one I kind of flip, I kind of flip on its head a little bit and kind of change the kind of the tone of the song is uh, I played 33, and instead of it being kind of like pop-punky, drivey, it was a little bit more... a little bit more finesse acoustic. So, yeah. like, that song, as far as, like, making not just an acoustic version but like an alternate like flow of that song it's been really fun to play now um th there's like two more questions i have about like around this acoustic tour and just like the acoustic thing in general and uh, i want to move on to a few other things before uh time runs out here but have you okay. um have you considered uh having roots in both of these now the acoustic and full band have you considered like looking into uh, there's a band called Marina City that we've had on the show. 
And uh, yeah. they have done a phenomenal job at doing like the full band thing and, and then keeping the full band involved but stripping it back to an acoustic sound. Have you thought about that for heavy things? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we kind of like screw around with it at practice a little bit. It's just kind of like finding the right – like, I mean, if there was like some sort of show that made sense, that was kind of like a, an acoustic full yeah. band show. Like, like if the, 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 the answer to the question is yes, we would definitely do it. <laughs> and, I, and, the, and I will tell you why. And it's because we all – well, actually, I can only speak on two of, two of our behalves. Me and Alex, have you heard the Taken Back Sunday live acoustics, live in orange songs or whatever? There's no question. Or not. Yeah. That's, that is just like – you're like, shit, dude. This is the sickest yep. ever. Yep. Like that kind of stuff is – I love that. So if you, we would be down. I just feel like we, we won't have the opportunity to do it. Unless it's in the studio, we wouldn't have to have the opportunity to do it until we become like a bigger band. Yeah, um, I actually have heard actually more recently, believe it or not, you know, My Chemical Romance hasn't been around for a while. Rest in peace. But I actually recently uh, found and I'm sure it's been available for a while, but I found them doing some like full band acoustic uh, versions of some of the really popular songs. And it just. It's almost like more mind blowing to take something that's so full on and to just yeah. bring it back a little bit, but still create such a dynamic with it. I, I honestly, God, think heavy things would be perfect for it, you know? So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we definitely love that kind of stuff. And like, we love, yeah, we would definitely be down and we, I feel like we could, we could execute it. Well, <laughs> no doubt. Now to finish off this topic of uh, this acoustic tour uh, with dudes from Silverstein and Hawthorne Heights, what was the best memory or experience from this this tour overall? Hmm. Um. I mean, it's kind of a general, general, uh, general thing to bring up because there wasn't like one crazy quirky moment that was like, you know, whatever. But uh, uh, the I, th- I think the best part performing was in Anaheim. We played at House of Blues in the small room, and uh. You know, I'm about to play my last song, and like the everyone just some I don't even know what sparked it. They just brought out their like the cell phone lights. <laughs> yeah, yep. and that, that was wild, man. And I, it, it, that was like a really cool time performing. And yeah. then like overarching the entire trip is just sort of like kind of taking in like the you know the lessons and like the the uh, experience from the guys, like the other two guys, and um. Because also Mark Rose from Spitalfield played a show with us too, and awesome. he stayed with us for two nights. So wow! <laughs> just hearing their experiences and like, you know, them like willing to kind of pass on these tips and like stories and just you know all that wisdom coming from being in bands for fifteen, twenty years, whatever. It was just huge. Like that's what I, I think I'll take away the most from. Yeah, yeah. Um, wish I could have uh, been out. I think it, this was really what West Coast then, right? Yeah, we did like we we all met up in Chicago, played a show there, then flew out to Vegas, did West Coast. So it was it was very short. Was very yeah, short. Um, wish I could have been there for one. I will keep my eyes open for when you guys, or at least you, uh, do some things here on the East Coast in that same regard. Now, Definitely. Will, you and I, we talked off the air for a moment. Uh, I kind of warned you that I was going to ask this question, and 
you know, I don't know how much you're going to tell me or not, but I'm going to ask it. So uh, toward the end of April, I saw a post on the socials for heavy things stating that you were about to shoot a video for and you you worded it as our personal favorite track off the album. So I'm kind of curious. Yeah. I don't know if you've announced it. I couldn't find it, but maybe I didn't do a good job. What track is getting the honors? Can you say it? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a I mean, it, it'd be different if it was like not a released song. Right, but, uh, right. Like we shot, we shot a video for Car, the nice, last song in the album. Nice, oh, that's exciting. Um, so how'd it go? I mean, you just you told me again off the air that you just kind of finished it up, right? Yeah, we um, it was a it was a two two night thing. Uh, we did like the performance stuff with the band uh, a couple weeks ago. We're kind of like dodging some rain because we we did it in the woods. We have oh. we had to carry all our shit out. In wow, the wood, which is a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we had to kind of race against the weather, so we did that. And then uh, we did obviously didn't get there's like a there's like the story portion we didn't get to. And uh, then I went on I went on tour and then I came back and we finished it up late last night. I think I got home around two in the morning. Wow. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. The sold like we do use the same guys, Josh and Ross from the guys that did the sold video on awesome. the Awesome. But uh this one's just it's gonna be way better. <laughs> what's what's gonna be and, and just briefly, what's gonna be different about this? I mean now with uh with sold, a lot of it was, you know, showing you kind of in, in, in the focus and the band in the background, um, you know, a little bit of you outside of that setting, but What's the approach with this? What's going to be different um, with with this video? So, um, so believe it or not, the sold video was a six hour production, and they turned it around and finished the video. They got me the first. They got me the like final copy a day after. Like, they, oh wow! <laughs> literally, it was like we needed to. It was like we had the like press spot for. I think it was. December 15th we shot the video a week before and it was just like total rush job but you would never tell obviously no no doubt yeah and, um, like this time we kind of just a little thought a little bit more outside of the box like a little bit more story driven and uh, it's just more of an emotional video and it's more of emotional song so it kind of lends itself to that so I'm excited for everyone to see it I'm excited to see it for the first time but like some of the shots that I saw it's gonna this video is gonna crush I have like full full on confidence that they're gonna they're gonna knock it out of the park with it. So. I can't wait. Now, is there a date for this to drop that you know of or that you can tell me? Um, I don't know yet. I really don't know. We don't know what we're gonna do with it yet. It kind of all it's all about scheduling, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Got to make sure you you know you release something and have something and you can back it up with like a tour or something or other. So no doubt, you gotta we're appreciate me asking though, right? Totally, man. Totally. <laughs> uh, all right, Will. So, look, we're heading into the final segment here. Uh, we might run a minute or two over what I told you, but it'll be worth it, I promise. Um, <laughs> I created a brand-new segment just for you, all right, 100% um, for you, and we've kind of touched upon it. Um, it's called Flying Solo, and um, so here's the breakdown of what it is, okay? Um, I'm going to list some artists that either started solo and then joined um, you know, a band, some that were in bands and then went solo and then others that may still have like the same moniker, but were acoustic and then brought in a full band to enhance the sound. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, so, okay. So what, what do I have to do? Guess? <laughs> no, you're, basically what you have to do is you have to tell me what you like better of those versions of that person, right? So, um, okay. basically, to, I'm going to start with the first one and just kind of to give you the breakdown. So, like, to me, with the scene that we're into, I would, I would think, one of the most cliche, like, obvious ones is Chris, Chris Caraba from Dashboard Confessional. He started oh, out in Further Seems Forever, right? Then, yeah. then he did Dashboard Confessional, but that was acoustic. It was just him, really. And then yeah. Dashboard went to this full band sound that he's continued to drive and been super successful at. So that's basically it. I'm going to tell you these different versions of bands or artists that have gone from different elements, whether it be full band to acoustic, acoustic to full band. You tell me what, what you like better. Sound good? All right. Sounds good. This is Flying Solo with Will from Heavy Things. So uh, go ahead and answer the very first one. We've got Chris Caraba. Uh, do you like Further Seems Forever, Dashboard Acoustic, or Dashboard Full Band? Uh, I would like to comment and say I'm pretty sure he still drives the songwriting for the project. Yes. And whatever, because he's kind of had an interchange of members. But my favorite dashboard record is a mark a mission of brand of scar so yes that record yeah full band. yeah yeah no <laughs> doubt yeah I'm, it is that was like the first one wasn't it that was no he had um we did like swiss army romance oh yeah yeah beforehand yeah. but yeah. that was acoustic that was the first, i guess that was the first full band well they did go back and redo that full band i don't know man it's, it's kind of a gray area but i would <laughs> say that's that's the best record there you go i agree with you i agree <laughs> Um, now, before we move on, I want to encourage everybody listening uh, to go ahead and tweet, you know, Spinning Thoughts, at Spin Thoughts. And, Will, what's uh, what's the handle on Twitter for Heavy Things? Help me out here. Heavy Things WD. There we go. I want you to tweet us. If you disagree with – and I'll answer these two. Um, if you disagree with me or Will, let us know. We want you to be involved on what you like better. Um, you went with Dashboard Full Band then, right? I'm I'm actually going to just go one further behind and and just the acoustic stuff with him was one of the first things that ever inspired me to get into music. Um and that's when I started picking up an acoustic guitar. So Chris on acoustic is what I'm going with. Um All right. <laughs> Next up we've got um this is old school but this is one of the first ones to kind of do it. We've got Bob Dylan acoustic or Bob Dylan full band. Hmm. See this is different. That's a different the, the only thing that's going to be hard answer with that is i came along like i was obviously born later so like i you have to i look back on all of it so yes. like i hear it all the same i hear it as all the same right uh so i honestly honestly probably can't answer that one okay okay <laughs> just because just because it's all you know it's all bob dylan it's all bob dylan to me yeah you're way. right so like i wouldn't i would i wouldn't know the transition but you you've got to understand at that time um that uh, was yeah, it's fucking it's huge yeah yeah, but also sorry to sidetrack here, but like I I get into this en engaging argument or debate or whatever with people that are like, you know, it was probably it's a bigger deal to people like my parents' age that you know <laughs> like David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar and Van Halen. Yeah. Whereas I look back and listen to all of it, and I'm like, this is all Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I feel you. So, um. It, it. Yeah. And it all kind of blends together. I get it. Um, if I had to go between acoustic or full with Bobby D, I'd go acoustic just because that his voice was just so young and raw and pure and, and that's my jam. Uh, all right, let's bring it a little bit more current then. Uh, do you go with the white stripes or Jack white? I'm, I'm going to go, 
uh, I'll go White Stripes just because, and it's, and it's mainly just because that was like my first experience with Jack White that I was I remember, you know. Yeah. But I mean, he's a he's great no matter what he does, rocking tours, whatever. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, that could I should have added that in actually. Um, yeah. believe it or not, I wasn't a huge White Stripes guy. Like I don't know why. Like growing up, I I got I wasn't educated enough to be appreciative. Then when Jack White started doing his stuff. It opened my eyes and I went back and re-listened to the White Stripes and I hated myself forever, <laughs> ever doubting it. So I would say Jack White, but because of Jack White doing his solo stuff, I got into it the White Stripes. Back. Yeah. So yeah. overall, maybe the White Stripes. Um, A little bit outside the genre here, Will, do you, are you more into Destiny's Child or Beyonce? Ooh. Um, you know, I'm going to have to... And this is uh, pure. I'm totally deli- like giving this answer to my girlfriend because she is more passionately a uh, <laughs> Beyonce fan. Yeah. So I will say Beyonce. That's so and cute. I, you, know, you probably you probably have to say that Beyonce <laughs> has obviously made a career for herself because she's great. Dude, yeah, there's no doubt. Many would say that Destiny's Child was only good because of her. Um, totally. And, and I mean, yeah, dude, she has. Not to steal from her, but she has slayed it, you know. Um, oh, she's she's made a, she's a she's the a, queen, like, top one percent star, <laughs> man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. There, you can't really get to that level very often. Um, kind of on that same token, then, are you into In Sync or Justin Timberlake more? Justin Timberlake. I agree. Uh, Black Sabbath or Ozzy Osbourne? Ozzy Osbourne. Mm, this is a total. Nostalgia answer, but I'm gonna have to say Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's actually really a hard one for me to answer, um, but I'll I'll just go with with Sabbath on that. Now, yeah, m- my right. favorite, I understand that. My favorite band of all time. Um, would you go with the Beatles or any one of the Beatles solo career? And if you were to go with one of the solo careers, which one is it? First of all, it's the answer. Is- Beatles. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then um, you got to go Lennon, dude. Yes. He's, he's the guy. He's the brand, man. You're, you're absolutely right. My, I have a, uh, everyone who listens knows this, but I have a, uh, a Husky named Yoko and a German Shepherd named Lennon. So <laughs> that's, uh, nice. so clearly I'm a George Harrison fan. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we got a few more Will and then I'm going to let you go. But, um, sure. n- next up we've got No Doubt or Gwen Stefani. Mm, I'll say no doubt. I'm gonna go no doubt. She sold out, man. I, I mean, she, no doubt was a cool. No doubt was a cool band, and then like she went, you know, solo career. So. I agree a hundred percent. No doubt was unique, and I yeah. love them totally. Now this next grouping, it's 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 a dude who's done three different things, and people I don't talk about it a lot on the show, but people close to me know that this artist is one of my favorite of today. Do you roll with something corporate? Jack's mannequin or Andrew McMahon? Oh man, dude! The thing about his career is like, it's like they're all different bands. Yeah, they really <laughs> are. Like they all have different purposes. They all did things well. Um, I mean, the punk rock answer is going to be something corporate, but yeah. you know, I actually really do like his solo stuff. It's incredible. It's incredible, yeah. and it's almost hard, to, like, to not pick the artist in this situation because you you think, well, okay, something corporate was Andrew McMahon, 
Jack's mannequin was Andrew McMahon. And Andrew McMahon in the wilderness is what he's going with now is Andrew McMahon. So I would actually go with Andrew McMahon as well, although I love something corporate in Jack's. But the dude is brilliant. Um, I don't think I – the thing is, is like, you know, something corporate is a good band, and Jack's mannequin was good too. But, like, I never felt like I passionately, like, loved any of the music, and honestly, until he started releasing solo stuff. And I was like, dude, this guy can write a goddamn song. And that's kind of like (laughs) what happened with me with Jack White. Um, is that like it took Jack? Yeah, I hear you. you know, Jack. It took Jack White to get me in. And I'm not saying that that's your case with with Andrew McMahon, but you know, just to kind of relate back, Jack White got me into the White Stripes, even though Jack White was after. Um, Andrew McMahon, just fucking awesome. Love the dude. Totally. I got three more for you, Will. Um, this one's again an old school one. I'm a vinyl junkie, so I bring it in from time to time. We've got the Yardbirds, Cream, or Eric Clapton. Ooh. I don't know. I'm going to go Clapton, dude. I, I, I love. I, I agree. Got to go with artists. Got to go with artists there. I agree. 100%. Um, yeah. All right. We've got two more. Jackson 5 or Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. I don't. Totally. I mean, Jackson 5, of course, were f- phenomenal. But can you really can you really go against that? He just kind of. He, he transcended it, man. Yeah. It's just one of those things where yeah. he just. But Jackson Five was cool, but if he would have stopped with Jackson Five, it could have fizzled out. No doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, so he kind of transcended that. So you can almost take Jackson Five out of his career, and he's and obviously he has a phenomenal career. You are correct. And here's the final one. This one's uh, I like this one. Um, it, it do you go with from first to last or Skrillex? <laughs> <laughs> um. Dude, this is funny. That's a funny one. Oh, you know, I, you know, I'm gonna go with Skrillex. Are you really? He, no way, I am, dude. Dude, I got it. I mean, blowing my mind. Cool, but Skrillex, dude. Like, I'm not an EDM guy, but he, he did like he did start push, it. You know, he, he pushed the genre a little bit. <laughs> he really, he brought it into the mainstream. I mean, when you think of that genre, if you don't at least, and people like people hate. Sometimes the artists, I almost like equate it to Fallout Boy. Like people seem to hate Fallout Boy just because they're so fucking good and popular. You know, like you almost yeah. feel like you gotta hate them because they're just on top. And you know, people seem to hate Skrillex just because he's on top of that genre. But I really love From First to Last. Like I thought that that was some of the most unique music from such a clouded two thousand early two thousands. Like everybody was yeah. doing you know that kind of stuff. But from first to last, brought in some really dynamic shit, you know? Yeah, it was cool. Um, I just don't know if they, like, I don't know, like, if it would have gotten better if he would have, you know what I mean? If he would have stuck stuck around for, like, three or four more records. It probably wouldn't have, and that's probably why he left. And they, they, I mean, yeah, I think he's back with them, like, maybe even just periodically. But it's only for nostalgic reasons, you know what I mean? Um. Right, like he's kind of, it's kind of been romanticized now because yeah. of like the mystery of like what could have been when at the time, yeah, they were like a well-liked band, but like I don't think they would have had the longevity, you know what I mean? I agree, I I really do, I mean that's a great way to put it, Um, you know, and it, he kind of knew when to get out, you know, to like let it, Um, uh, what what's it, yeah. what's the saying, it's better to burn bright than fade away or something like that so i think he you know he jumped out when when it was like at its peak so i i think he just kind of i mean i mean you're playing that music you make a record you did it and obviously he's a great talent and once you know has this vision 
and he's just kind of like, all right, I got, I knocked this out. Now I, I want to do this new challenge. On so to I, the I next. It. Yep. Yeah, I hear it. I, I, you know what? I can appreciate your perspective on that. So, Will, that was the brand new segment. Now, for those who didn't catch on, it's called Flying Solo. The reason why I brought this up and that it was inspired by you was kind of you doing your own thing and then heading into heavy things. Did you? I'm sure you caught on to that, right? Yeah, yeah totally, man. <laughs> What'd you think, Will? Any good? Yeah, it was good, man. All you right, should cool. do it. You should do it more. It's, uh, it's a, it makes for a uh, fun conversation. There we go. All right, I'll bring it back again for somebody else. Uh, Will, we're at the end of episode 59 here on Spinning Thoughts, and, and I've had a seriously an amazing time. Goner is just one of the best albums I've heard of this year. Is there anything else that you want to say or add uh, to your fans that I may have missed in this conversation? Um, check out the record. Hopefully, I mean, I hope they have as much excitement about it as you do. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure they do. But uh, yeah, and then um, you know, working on, working on. I'm probably gonna do some some hustling on Warp Tour, like just getting you know, passing out some info, trying to get the word out. But nice. then I think at the near the end of the summer, we're gonna we're working on some dates with uh, a cool band. So. That's that's about it. So keep your eye out and see what see what's going on. Listen to the record. There we go. Uh, Will, we'll have to get you back on to talk more about these things as they start to unfold. But I want to thank you so much for giving me time here today to talk on episode 59 hey, of Spinning Thoughts. Thanks for having me, man. Once again, I want to thank Will from Heavy Things for being with me here on episode 59 of Spinning Thoughts. The album Goner by the band is just absolutely so incredible. I know I said it a lot to Will. I really wanted to get my point across to him and to all of you of how good it is. So please go get your hands on it while you're checking out Goner from Heavy Things. Make sure you're checking out Spinning Thoughts on Twitter, at Spin Thoughts. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. I would love for you to subscribe to the show for free on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Again, it's thespinningthoughts.com. There's going to be some pretty big announcements coming from Spinning Thoughts here in the next couple days to week or so. You'll see some aesthetic changes coming through. And I just announced today this brand new section of our website we're going to open up and post on the socials called Fan Review. We're going to let fans review new and upcoming albums from the best bands around their favorite bands it's going to be awesome if you want to be involved please find us on twitter at spin thoughts send us a dm let us know the band that you want to review and we'll make it happen everybody thank you for being friends of this show and friends to me i love you so much i just want to encourage you all to share music and spread love Music